The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, and everybody else in between throwing it down on the Monday night uh, meltdown. We're breaking it down. The countdown of the National Football League draft is on. And the question is, who will be the third pick in the draft? Is it really going to be Mac Jones? Did the San Francisco 49ers really trade up a month before the draft to say, you know what? That Mac Jones dude is such a great athlete and is so such a, you know, going to be such a superstar in a national football league. We better trade a bunch of picks to, to, to move up uh, to the third overall pick. I'm not buying it. I put my money where my mouth is. All right. We back it up. We got a big mouth. Uh, we don't have um, <laughs> we don't have a big bank account, but we're putting it uh, where it, uh, we're laying it down. We're putting our money. Uh, we're backing it up. Mean what you say. Say what you mean. And I'll tell you what. We mean it. I do not believe that it's going to be uh, Mac Jones. I do believe that it's going to be Trey Lance. All right, we pull the trigger. We put our money down. You can get Trey Lance to be the third overall pick right now at plus 195. You, you know, there's good reasons, and this really is, it's amazing. Like, you can really debate this, and we can debate this, like, all later, all night and all week, and you know what? They are debating this right now in war rooms, uh, but the fact of the matter is, when looking at the San Francisco 49ers, you can make an argument that Mac Jones fits them. You know, look at Mac Jones. He's essentially Matt Ryan, right? He's a new Matt Ryan. And Shanahan went to a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan and had a ton of success and ran a great offense. Shanahan also, um, of course, uh, or we should say Mike and, you know, the younger kid at the time, but of course, RG3. But let's be real, all right? You don't, you're, you're not looking for a new Matt Ryan. You're looking for a new Patrick Mahomes. You're looking for a new Deshaun Watson without the 22 lawsuits. You're looking. You're looking for a modern, a modern athletic quarterback. All right, that's what you're looking for right now. When when you have the third pick in the draft, you generally you know you're taking a shot. You know, and I think it is going to be Trey Lance, and I think a lot of people are going to be somewhat surprised. And in the end, it'll be reminiscent of when everybody was surprised when my Buffalo Bills, imagine, traded the pick, which I believe was the 12th pick, to the Kansas City Chiefs for a bunch of picks. So they took Patrick Mahomes. How'd that work out? This is Sports Rage. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? (laughs) 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the bullpen, Derek. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. <laughs> The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, Sports Grid uh, Radio Networks uh, this evening. It's the Monday night meltdown, and I think it's fitting. There's a lot of anger uh, in the air. A lot of fan bases are very upset uh, this evening, and understandably uh, so. And I think the uh, the moral of the story is don't be a fan. <laughs> don't be a fan of a team. Uh, um, be a cold-hearted son of a bitch that only bets on these teams uh, because as soon as uh, you become a fan, um, that's where you get burnt. And, you know, it's just funny to see the frustration. Um, you know, Yankee fans, not happy this evening. Vancouver Canuck fans, uh, not happy this evening. Calgary Flame fans, not in a very good mood uh, this evening. We're getting to the time of the year right now when these games count and... I'm not going to say that the Montreal Canadiens clinched a playoff spot tonight with this win, but all they have to do is win a couple of more games right now. There's not a lot of racetrack left here. And even though Vancouver are going to play every day for a damn week when everybody else is done, you know, them losing tonight is massive. There's, it's very hard to, to gain ground in the NHL due to the fact that they give everybody a point all the time, right? You get a point for going to overtime. So even if you lose the game, you can get a point, and the other team you know, in another city at the same time might win. They only pick up a point. It's very difficult. All, you know, listen, Vancouver aren't done just because they have so many games in hand, uh, but you know, you know they're going to run out of steam. It's a big win for the Montreal Canadiens this evening, and uh, Calgary Flame fans um, not very happy right now. George Kurtz is a New York Yankee fan. Except Kurtz, you know, Kurtz is a pretty negative fan to begin with. He's not one of these people that thinks like, like Kurtz is a negative Yankee fan. He's a negative uh, Cowboy fan, and he's a negative Islander fan. He's just a pretty negative dude, actually, if you add it all up. (laughs) If you add it up, I call him a front runner. He gets upset. But, like, because he says front runner, he's like, the Cowboys suck, right? He goes, how can he be a front runner if you're a Cowboy fan? And, And, you know... And listen, he lives in New York, so we'll give him the Yankees. It is what it is. But he's an Islander fan, except Kurtz is of the age that the Islanders were good. And the Yankees were good. 
and the Cowboys were good. So Kurtz was a front-runner child, but he's been loyal along the way. That's that's what we've established, all right? But a Yankee fan are going to begin to panic, and as I stated, there's a little bit of a... There's a little bit of a... Um, bitter twist <laughs> to the fact number one listen the new york Yan- yankee fans are insane to begin with and they expect to beat everybody 14 to 2 they certainly don't expect to lose to the baltimore orioles uh, i did not expect them to lose to the baltimore orioles they were 26 and 6 in the last 32 games against this team Like, it's been a yearly tradition that the Yankees just beat the Baltimore Orioles. So this is why I think, really, if you're the Yankees, I think there really is a reason to panic. You can't, you're not even beating Baltimore anymore. All right? And the fact that Matt Harvey was the one to beat you, of course, Matt Harvey, he of so much success in New York in the past with the Mets, and then everything just fell apart for this dude over the last couple of years. Matt Harvey steps up with a, uh, with you know one of his best starts in the last two years. Harvey goes six innings, uh, three hits, one earned run allowed, and the Yankees lose to Baltimore uh, this evening. And the New York Knicks lost to Phoenix uh, tonight. I've told you a million times. I'm telling you, it's rare that teams in the same city win. All right? There might be a city or two that's like, you know, championship magic, and you ride that city um, like Los Angeles uh, is right now. But, you know, I'm telling you, like tonight, the Knicks go down, the Yankees uh, go down. Uh, the Cardinals go down, but the Blues win in St. Louis. You see what I'm saying? The old St. Louis two-step. You're not getting them both. Guys, it's so crazy that the Vancouver Canuck hockey team and the Vancouver Whitecap. So, look, the city of Vancouver, you know, like that, those are their two, like, major pro sports teams, right? They've got the Vancouver Canucks and the Vancouver Whitecaps. There's the BC Lions in the Canadian Football League. There's a minor league baseball team, et cetera. But... I'm just stating so you figure though that the chances like it would like basically the Vancouver Canucks and the Vancouver Whitecaps didn't win on the same day for three years it happened like last week it happened like last Sunday they both won it's the first time in three years I remember seeing in Toronto it was the first time ever, all right, that every team in Toronto won on the same day. You know, that they, it was like the, the MLS team won, the Raptors won, the Blue Jays won, and the Leafs won. No, I get it. You have to be in the playoffs and stuff like that for certain things to happen at times. But now you don't during the pandemic. Everything is crossed over. It's an interesting, it really is interesting. And if we had a team of interns, which we don't, I would ask them, to look into the same city records of teams every night this year. So you know what I'm saying? So cities that have like, you know, like um, cities that have like multiple sports teams at different leagues uh, that are playing. So look, the Philadelphia 76ers, Philadelphia 76ers uh, were victorious uh, this evening. And the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, you know, that's extremely rare, all right, for teams from Philadelphia to both win. <laughs> and speaking of Philadelphia, you know, from the, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be effing me. Uh, there are reports that the Eagles are eager to move back into the top 10. What are you guys, psychopaths? 
Eagles uh, making a lot of phone calls to trade back into the top 10 per reports. Um, never mind the fact they just had the sixth pick. <laughs> and, and, and what did I say at the time? I said, you know, hey, just for the record, guys, you know where Kyle Pitts is from? Yeah, that's right. He's from Philadelphia. But no, he wouldn't look good. You don't need him in an Eagle uniform. So you guys traded down, and now the reports you want. Per the NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, the Eagles have made a lot of phone calls trying to trade back into the top 10, less than a month after moving down from 6 to 12. <laughs> like, dear God. Like you, It's almost like you have to wonder how the Philadelphia Eagles managed to win a Super Bowl, isn't it? Like, the way that this, this team is managed now, and you, you, you're like, you really have to ask yourself, like, wow. Like, this team actually, like, this guy, Roseman, he actually won a Super Bowl. Like, they, they actually put, the, you know, like, I, like, I don't know, man. I guess it, it shows that whatever, whatever team you're a fan of, you can always have faith. Yet, like, what kind of whack job is this? Except the thing is, you know, it's not like Philadelphia is going to get the best of this. This is like, uh... This is like Park Avenue, man. This is like Park Avenue um, in Monopoly. All right? We're like 72 hours from the draft right now. The real estate's not getting cheaper, Philadelphia. <laughs> it's like, it's not getting cheaper. It gets more expensive. You're offering Baltic Avenue here. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, but now you guys are in a panic. Oh, maybe, I don't know, here's a concept. Maybe you should have hung on to the six pick in the first place. All right, Jeff Feinberg's gonna step up and then Rick Saratella, George Kurtz, we got a full house this evening. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I 
that anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzo. We're throwing it down. It's the Monday night meltdown, and the countdown of the National Football League draft is on. Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible and SI.com will join us a little bit later on. Uh, but when it's uh, the NFL Draft, I can't help but think of our main man, Jeff Feinberg. As uh, Feinberg is a um, a fellow NFL. A draft, a geek, and a nerd. And of course, you can find him over at Odds uh, Checkers, uh, R Us, Mayo Media.net, FTN Network. Uh, Feinberg, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well, Gabe. Uh, yeah, like you said, I always like everybody. Uh, the soap opera that the NFL has turned into draft season, I, I eat it all up. I eat it all up. All right, so before we talk uh, Chargers football and see what you played, not just with the Chargers, but as far as NFL draft props are concerned, uh, I saw you tweeting about um, the golf and the team format, the Zurich Classic, uh, over the weekend and said you'd like more of this. And I tell you what, as more of a casual, you know, I bet golf every week, but as a casual golf fan, I do get more interested in the team events. I get more interested in even, you know, during March Madness when they had their match play type stuff with the bracket. I thought it was cool. And, you know, in NASCAR this year, Jeff, they had a dirt race for the first time in forever. They just poured a bunch of dirt on the track. And you know what? The ratings were the highest that they were for the other races. I think now and in today's era, sports sort of need to do things. You know what I'm saying? They sort of need to think outside the box a little bit to bring in a casual viewer. I liked it. I know you did as well. Yeah, I certainly did. Um, obviously, more so the alternate shot than the best ball. I mean, they can honestly do away with the best ball. Two, two, two pros getting to you know play their own ball, pick the best score. I didn't care much for that game. But alternate shot golf is probably, you could argue, personifies everything that sports is about in many ways. Um, I truly love it. And while I do want and hope we could get more things like it, um, Adam Scott even joked, uh, Gabe, when being asked this year about, you know, all the events and why he plays so little for the most part. He's like, listen, only like 12 of these things actually, only 12 of these events actually mean something. The other like 40 of them, they could do whatever they wanted um, with. I would be in favor of... um, of like an LPGA PGA mashup, like a mixed event. I don't understand why team golf alternate shot golf isn't part of the Olympics, to be perfectly honest, whether that is mixed doubles or, or even just, you know, men and women to themselves. I, I I truly love alternate shot golf. It personifies sport. Alternate shot golf, Jeff is a great idea that you just had with the LPGA players as well. You look at like the uh, look at the NBA and the skills competition. They incorporated the WNBA players into it, and it's awesome. Yeah, and, and I mean, I do understand. Like you did mention the dirt race with golf, with with NASCAR and even match play in golf. The problem with golf, though, Gabe, is I, I sometimes the gimmicks don't work for TV. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah. rather like. They would still rather, you know, you, know, you wish. Yeah, like stuff. that Manning Brady stuff was boring. Actually, you're right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. After rather- after a couple of holes and a couple of jokes, it's hard to carry it for four hours. <laughs> yes, Gabe, you're you're totally right. And well, like you acknowledge the best players, you know, they can't win every week. They're not going to contend every week. They would still rather show a Phil Mickelson finishing fiftieth and like what he's just up to constantly. Well, remember Jeff in the old days. Um, 
and I, you know, if I get the name of what Annika Sorenstam, and remember, yeah. like they used to have like the Monday Night Showdown under the lights, Garcia versus Woods, or like uh, yeah, you know Sorenstam right. played. It was cool though; like people were into it. They liked that stuff, you know. Yeah, no, listen, like uh, literally to paraphrase what Adam Scott said, there are so many weeks out here, Gabe. I mean, golf literally takes a week off what feels like at Christmas, and that's literally it. There's no off season. It's never ending. And in many ways, it can be exhausting. And while many people are like, no, nah, I'm taking off the Zurich, I, I really get up for any format changes. I'm, I'm in favor of, of anything to sort of change the pace of, of a season. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Jeff, I, you know why I enjoyed it? I actually picked a winner. And, I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Th thank you. Thank you. And it was the only pick I had. Like, I didn't have a yeah. three-pack, a six-pack. And yeah. you know why? I've been riding Cam Smith a lot, bro. Top 20 all the time. The guy's a hell of a golfer, right? Very so, I, you know, I'm a fan of his game. I liked him. I hit him at the Masters. And I lost my prop, top Australian, at the Masters with him due to Leishman. And... And and Cam, Cam Smith played great at the Masters, but Leishman was even better. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, man, two Aussies, you know, they're they're nationalistic. They've got pride. Both these guys are balling right now. I just saw them, you know, they've both been lighting yeah. it up, especially Cam Smith. And I saw Leishman play great at the Masters. And it just really just jumped off the page at me, bro, at 10 to 1. I know it's not great, great golf odds, but, mm -hmm. hey, they ended up winning. Listen, that, that definitely works. They won, Gabe. And going forward, I'm telling you, when you're looking at these team events, even the team they beat in the playoffs, Charlie and Louie, uh, last year with Palmer and Rom, I'm not betting anybody that I'm not aware are actual, like, friends off the course. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, in this sort of alternate shot, obviously the majority of these pairings, there is a reason they're probably paired together. They are probably buddies. But it really does show. It does show that you need a buddy in 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 um, in the format, and people can call it like a gimmick win, a half win. I'm telling you, in my opinion, you win an alternate shot Sunday where 17 teams are within four strokes. There's nothing gimmick to me about what Leishman and and Cam Smith were able to pull off on the weekend. I agree. I, I think it's a win is a win. Uh, you sound like me last night. Listen, I was uh, bitching about Bumgarner not getting credited for the no hitter. Yeah. If you're gonna play, if you're gonna play seven inning games, then it's a no hitter. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, if, so what? From 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 now on, forever, because you know these jackasses are gonna play seven inning games forever. So from now on, if a guy throws a no hitter, it never counts. But let me ask you, Jeff, does a home run count that you hit in the seven inning game? Yeah, it does, right? It, so it, well, it, like, it, it's it just does. stupid. I, I'm in favor of it of it counting. Um, I'm just kind of entertained by the the argument. I don't really see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The, the the game was seven innings, and he threw a no hitter. He, you know. Seven innings, exactly. It wasn't cut short due to rain. It was we agreed that it was a seven inning game. All right, uh, listen, we can talk golf and baseball. Great to have Jeff Feiberg on the program. The Late Night Anger Management Class Series, XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks. So let's get into the National Football League draft a little bit. And before we get in uh, to your chargers, just uh, generally, I'll ask you whether you're buying Mac Jones at three. For the record, I put my bet in, and I keep putting it in more. Uh, but I do not believe that it's going to be Mac Jones at three. I think it's going to be Trey Lance. I put my money where my mouth uh, is. Are you buying all the smoke that it's Mac Jones at three? Uh, no, I'm not. It always seemed confusing to me, Gabe. And 
Well, initially, it felt like they would both might feel like maybe a reach at number three. The fact that I don't think Jimmy G is going anywhere makes me even a firmer believer, at least exactly the season, that that Trey Lance is the ideal guy to have there. We could debate, you know, Trey Lance as a whole. 17 starts, never ran a two minute drill. Um, but it's interesting, Gabe. A lot of talking heads have kind of in many ways staked a reputation on the Mac Jones pick. And and by that, I mean, there's so many, like a guy like Chris Sims, who I don't not like Chris Sims. I don't like Chris Sims. I don't care much for Chris Sims. But since this train happened, it's like, no, Kyle Shanahan's my friend, and he's taking Mac Jones. And if I'm Chris Sims, I'm not doing, I'm not carrying Kyle Shanahan's water. I have my own reputation to uphold. And even Adam Schefter seemed very confident the pick is going to be Mac Jones. So I don't know. It's confusing. San Francisco understands their role here, Gabe. Number one and number two seem to be, you know, in the bag. So they are now where this draft starts and they are going to keep the drama high, whether that's just the personality of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch or even whether the league is like, you guys better do everything you can to not let this pick out because we we've already had two pretty much get out. And this draft needs to have something in the first 40 minutes. And, and Trevor Lawrence isn't even showing up. <laughs> like, and Trevor Lawrence isn't even uh, showing up uh, to the draft. You're right. You know, I'm still, I, you know, I, I guess Zach Wilson's going to the Jets. I'm not willing to bet that he isn't, but I'd be, you know, I'd love if something, you know, something surprising is going to happen along the way. I don't believe it's going to be Mac Jones, but as you stated, a lot of people sort of put their name on it, but then they backtrack. And I'm seeing tonight the reports. Well, no, now it's like there's five guys that they're content with it to pick. You know, people are saying, you know, you it's that time of the year, bro. It is what it is. I've seen, you know, you see some websites. I was on CBS Sports the other day, and on the same damn page, man, they had Mac Jones as a lock to three and below. It was Fields as three. So they're sort of hedging their bets, different writers. <laughs> and, and they've had, um, you know, John Beck, who's a very, like, well-respected quarterback coach and another person in the friend of Shanahan yeah, yeah, yeah. Tree. It's no secret. They've had Lance work out with him. So, and Lance in his camp, I guess it was smart to be like, no, go work out with him. He'll give he'll give Kyle Shanahan an honest assessment that he's looking for. Because we sort of all know the smoke that, like, you know, Trent Dilfer was pumping, you know, working with Tua last year and sort of selling how perfect and healthy he is. So I respect that that the Lance camp was like, no, you go work with this guy who who the Niners want us to work with so he can give us an evaluation. And that seems to be continuing. And and as we sit here now, Gabe, if I had to bet it, I would take the Trey Lance pick. I'm telling you, the kid's a hell of an athlete, and I don't believe that John Lynch, who's a very shrewd general manager, great player, shrewd player, shrewd general manager, shuffled things and traded up because he was panicked about Mac Jones being picked by other teams. I just, I'm not buying. Hold on, Jeff. We're up against it. We'll take a quick break. More with Jeff Feinberg on the other side. Bring it. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. There's knowing how to play the game. And then there's knowing how the game is played. We are the second part. Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. Come and get it. Your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. The late night anger man the crash continues. This is Sports Rage. We're breaking it down with our old friend Jeff Feinberg. We're talking NFL football as the draft is rapidly approaching. I want to get his thoughts on what the Chargers are going to do. Uh, but just to wrap up the quarterback uh, situations uh, here. You know, you look at Trey Lance, and as you mentioned, Jeff, you know, the 17 games, people also use it against them. Uh, they played one game this year. And then, of course, that um, uh, that Carson Wentz, who the whole North Dakota State thing. Uh, but I don't think that's fair to Lance. And if you've taken, if anybody's taken the time to watch the kid's tape and watch his highlight reel, you can see, yeah. Yeah. You can see a ton, a ton of freaking upside there, bro. Yeah, the ceiling plays are on tape. And bottom line, why it was always I could never really wrap my head around the Mac Jones rumors. I totally get how a guy as smart as Kyle Shanahan could see the great situations that Mac Jones was in and be like, I could create those situations for him. I'm, I'm an offensive guru. Like, I could create these ideal situations. But the NFL doesn't work like that. And where this league is going, you're telling me that the 49ers traded up to draft the least athletic quarterback in the class? Like, just where football is today, I can't wrap my head around around Jones going ahead of the type of athleticism that we're seeing absolutely required at the position – and that's available in the type in the types of players that we've seen Lance and and Fields to be. Albeit it's a copycat players. league. It's a copycat league, and all pro sports are. You want the new Steph Curry. You want the new Mahomes. And who gives you that shot? And as they stated, well, you know he had success with Matt Ryan, and Matt Jones can just be that new Matt Ryan for him. Yet. And I get it. Matt Matt Ryan was the first overall pick uh, years ago, but it was a little bit different of a situation. Third and and um, yeah, exactly. But you know, you know what I mean. Top top quarterback, oh, right? Yeah, what, yeah. what top top quarterback? Um, I actually remember the bowl game. I went on record as saying out of uh, out of Boston College that he would win. He would win a Super Bowl. So when he went to the Super Bowl, I was like, man, my prediction. But I also said the same thing about Kyle Bowler, who I believe did get a ring <laughs> in the end. Yeah. I think Bowler did get a ring, but he, he never, he, he never, uh, he never won. But uh, all right, so I, I pulled the trigger on Lance. I'm buying in. Any other bets that you made? Uh, what what caught your eye as far as the draft props? Okay, so in terms of, you know, what I have that I'm really excited about, Gabe, I got in on it last week at the plus one, minus 185, and now it's it's been steamed. But but over 17 and a half offensive players, uh, I thought the 18 was a push that I also bet. I think that's a free yeah. money push with a chance. But, but the 17 and a half like that, 
I could pretty much make a lot of draft bets, assuming that that's going to cash, and I could free roll a lot of bets. Uh, obviously, I got five quarterbacks, uh, the receiver, the O-lineman, the tight ends, the, with the running backs team. I'm pretty confident I'm going to cash that. Um, speaking of the draft in particular, I I, I did just kind of get fancy. Uh, I did bet Kyle Pitts to Atlanta, like exact pick. Um I do believe that happens. I will be more encouraged that that can happen once Trey Lance is the pick because I don't believe Atlanta would move on Mac Jones. I believe maybe one of the athletic could be QBs could get them to move, but I also believe Arthur Smith has whiteboarded Kyle Smith with that team and that offense, and he's not moving off that. Also, maybe this is with the rumors that are starting to come out, I've gotten maybe a little wishful thinking potentially, Gabe, uh, in what can happen if he slides a bit. But but um, I, I've got Sewell over pick five and a half uh, also. It seems like even if the quarterbacks go one, two, I'm starting to think the Bengals are going to take a playmaker, um, which is going to push push Sewell. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Sewell was thought to be one of the top three picks before all season long. Oh, Cincinnati, don't screw this up. And now there they are at five, and they might not even take them. And you're right. You know, I don't know. A lot of people have Sewell going there, and I think it's going to be Jamar Chase. The Bengals have always been a a program that has stacked up on wide receivers. They've never been against that. having. And, you know, you look at the modern NFL. They got burned by the Joe Ross pick, though, Gabe, so I'm afraid they're scared. Yeah, they got but, burned recently by Ross. But the thing is, Joe Burrow, of course, connected for a million freaking touchdowns and big plays with this kid Jamar Chase. And I don't know if you know Mike Dettelier. Uh, the guy's been around forever uh, in New Orleans, and he covers LSU football. And he was telling us about how the LSU people say that Jamar Chase is the best one that's ever been there. Right? Like, better than Beckham, better than Landry, better than Jefferson. Like, better, just better, 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 better type of deal. So I think they're going to end up going there. And then, as you stated, I don't know what the Dolphins do. Maybe they go waddle uh, at that point. You know, but I you know, I, I broke it down, too, because there's 18 and a half out there now, as you stated. And I think it's a little tight. Like, would it sort of shock you if it was 18-14? 18 no. offensive guys and 14? Because that's what I came up with, just loosely, Jeff, doing my mock. But I had 18-14. Yeah, no, 18-14, I think like 18, if you could get a push on 18, like I think it's a free risk to, to try to hope that that something squeezes out in the back end. Didn't like seeing the Chiefs trade the pick. Because you know at the back end, bro, there's all those edge rushers. Seems to me there's going to be a wave, yeah, but, right? But, but the, the, back end, the back end seems like tackle and um, receiver needy teams also. But... I'm banking 1814 is accurate, and I I think it's probably a better chance at 1913 than it is 1715. I'll say right. that. Let's get into your Chargers. So the Chargers, you know, Chargers are in a pretty nice spot uh, here, um, picking 13th uh, overall. What 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 do you want? And you know, you follow this team as closely as anybody. So we'll ask you first, not who do you think they're going to take, but who do you what do you think they should? Uh, take should they go offensive line um you know and listen man the running backs are okay with what you have but you know it did is Najee Harris better do you go with an edge rusher with a quitty pay there's a lot of options for the Chargers on the table Vera Tucker wouldn't surprise me out of USC 
What do you make of it? What do you think they should do? Um, I think that first pick, Gabe, is going to be only – it has to be corner or offensive tackle or corner. I mean, that, that, that to me is the biggest needs. If maybe Devontae Smith or one of these receivers fall and they just want to – there's yeah. like this, maybe this concept of, no, we're in L.A., the stadium's open – we're going to like win over hearts and minds of 10 year old boys and be super freaking cool. Um, I could see that maybe being a wild card, but, but the smart money is on offensive line, Gabe, the dream scenario staying at 13 would have Slater falling to them. I don't know how realistic that is. Now the chargers historically um, granted, they're not, you know, they're not a, a very popular team. So they don't sort of have the f- fire, the fever pitch like beat writers on the beat but or in the national media isn't hawking them but it's been long acknowledged they're a hard team to get a read on that being said there are a lot of people out there that are uh, that are claiming the chargers have been inquiring about call-ups gabe um call-ups that indicate that maybe once sewell gets to seven or eight yeah that that for all the talk of burrow and chase a reuniting of herbert and sewell is being discussed. The sad thing is it's out there in the mainstream media, which has me believe it's probably not a real um, factor. But offensive tackle, Gabe, we saw that Super Bowl. Not to say the Chargers are worthy of it, but one team had their quarterback protected. The other team didn't. You saw what Herbert was able to do, getting the ball downfield, even forgetting Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. He made players in Guyton and... Um, and Johnson. So, I, I, yeah, I think we got out. We, we signed the center. We signed a guard from Pittsburgh. Let's let's not waste this thing. Let's go get that offensive left tackle. Hopefully, it's Slater. And if we want to get aggressive, let's let's go do it. I don't know what the cost would be. I'm afraid to think about it. And tight end is a tight end is a position I think that needs to be addressed. Absolutely, if, I don't if like you look, the re- Jeff. If you look, so you guys got the 47th pick as well, right? So in the second round. And, and two thirds. Yeah, and I tell you, so the dude out of Penn State, bro, uh, Pat uh, Fryermuth. Yes. Pat uh, Fryermuth, big kid, big kid. And I tell you what, I'm looking at Pro Football Focus. Their big board has him at 55, ranked overall, as far as talent is concerned in the draft. That's not a reach. You're, you're at 47, and he's pretty much distinguished as the second-best tight end on the board here. You're not getting Kyle Pitts, so, but I tell you, like at 47, I would take this kid. You got Jared Cook as a tight end right now, bro. You got to address this. Yeah, I'm not satisfied with the tight end room. Um, Parham is still a project, 6'8", XFL guy, showed great signs, but he's not ready to be a guy. What was Jared Cook? It was a one-year deal. So yeah. that literally sets the stage for a second round pick. Doesn't need to be forced into anything, but is also there to supplant Jared Cook and get you know take that job. So Gabe, I would absolutely love them to make that pick in the second round. Like every part of me, the fan in me, the first touchdown better in me, the Madden player in me, <laughs> like the video game player in me, like needs a tight end. I grew up throwing the ball to Gates in video games. Jared Cook doesn't do it for me. Does not do it for me. No, but- that's what I'm saying. You got a big strong arm quarterback. You need a big Gronk type body now. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, I don't want to make you drool and stuff, but the kid's six foot five and 258 pounds, bro. Yeah, no, absolutely. At 100, 
percent. You assume they let Hunter Henry walk with a plan. You bring in a veteran on a one-year short-term deal, and we go um, reinvest in that position at the draft. They do have two third-round picks, Gabe. There's a compensatory third, which is incredibly high for compensatory, but that's a little nugget that Philip Rivers left them uh, on the way out the door. So some options there. I, I, I think if they don't answer the corner question, um, I, I think there could be like a short-term veteran deal in like a Richard Sherman um, but that's that's me going later. I do like your thoughts of Vera Tucker because if Slater is gone, he yeah. probably is the next man up. Even the other one, I know Viking fans seem desperate to get like Derrishaw so or Tucker. So I do believe, yeah, you mentioned to me the 16 and a half. I bet that to the under. Yeah, Tucker under yeah. 16 and He's a half. He's versatile, the USC guy. Um, so I wanted to throw, listen, we've only got a minute left, unfortunately. Great uh, breaking it down for you. But I brought that up. And listen, I know there's not star power when you're bringing in a tackle. But at the same point in time, you're building something special around a franchise quarterback right now. And it doesn't hurt that the kid played at USC. If you're trying to build some local ties a little bit, bro, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, you know, like, if, if, if there's not a reason not to take a guy and he's a USC Trojan, if I'm the Chargers, I would be on it. Yeah, Gabe, listen, it's draft night. We all want to open a present that's a brand new video game console or a speed bike, but the Chargers need a left tackle, so that means socks and underwear. It's got to be a foundation draft. They got Herbert. They won, like, the quarterback roulette lottery that five teams are scrambling to play this year and more. you got to now protect him. Um, you got to protect him. Let's go get a left tackle, and everything else will work from there. Jeff Feinberg. Jeff, it's always great catching up with you. Great, uh, great insight as far as the Los Angeles uh, Chargers uh, are concerned. We'll see you online. It's always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us on the Late Night Anger Management class. All the best, Gabe. Go Bills. The countdown to the National Football League track continues. Bring it. Coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Do you have a gambling problem? No, I enjoy it. It's a hobby. The Late Night Anger Management Class. Thanks to Jeff Feinberg for joining us on the program. We're far from done. George Kurtz will join us in level two. We'll break it down with Kurtz. We'll talk baseball, NFL football. Uh, we'll get into the Dallas Cowboys. Shout out to our listeners uh, in the Lone Star State. Uh, we'll get into the Cowboys a little bit. We'll try to run the gauntlet and touch base. Listen, we've spent, you know, listen, I think we've done a great job. And Rick Sartella from the NFL Draft Bible is going to join us in level three uh, for the entire hour, actually. So we're all over the draft uh, tonight. We will be Howard Balzer going to join us tomorrow night. 
We're going to be all over this stuff uh, all week. But I think we focus so much in, uh, you know, on the props and the over-unders. We haven't really looked at you know, certain teams. So you know, we're also trying to sprinkle in on the teams. We talk Chargers tonight. We'll get into the Cowboys. Um, we'll cover the Bills, the Giants. We know about the Jets. Uh, we get a little bit deeper. But uh, Feinberg on the way out said, go Bills, even though he's a Charger fan. He's got a soft spot in his heart for the Bills, knowing I'm a Bills fan as well. And the Bills are, listen, the Bills are in an interesting uh, situation. All right, as far as their draft um, is concerned, you know they 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 don't have a lot of control. Um, they're they're going to have to take the best player available. And as good as the Bills were for a thirteen and three football team, there are holes. There are holes. All right, the quarterback situation is rock solid. Obviously, with Josh Allen, uh, they signed Mitchell Trubisky, uh, which is a great pickup as far as being a backup is concerned for two and a half million. I'm not. I'm not overly enamored with the running backs. Like, the Bills have a bunch of running backs that are just sort of average. Devin Singletary's been given an opportunity, and he's never really taken that next step. Zach Moss is okay. They signed Matt Breda. You know, to me, you know, Travis Etienne, you know, Etienne of the, of the Clemson Tigers wouldn't be a bad pick if he's there, and he probably is there. I also like Jason Olway, the kid out of Penn State for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills can use an edge rusher. They can use a linebacker. They can use a DB. They can use a running back. Bring it. Sports gaming insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. Information you can take to the bank. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.